For ladies from across the world We have come just to give a word Come one, come two, come all Ride with us and we won't let you fall Loving God is what we've come to do Head of fighting queens, oh that's the This is your girl, Divine, and you are listening to Edifying Queens, where we share a vision to effectively interpret the truth in the Word of God in a relatable way that is not only relevant to today's culture, but unquestionably crucial to surviving as a follower of Jesus Christ. If this is your first time listening, I am one of four lovely voices you will hear, and each week, you will have the pleasure of experiencing different views as this is a multi-managed show. So sit back, relax, and take in the rich word of God. I hope you enjoy. Party people. And welcome to another episode of Edifying Queens. Thank you so much for joining us here again today. You are listening to Divine, and I am so happy to be with you all. This is only the second episode since our series, and um, my second time alone with you guys since the year began. And I hope your year is going as planned. If not, please hit our line for prayer requests and you know if you just need to vent you can always email us we are here for you i'm gonna open um with a word of prayer and then we will get right into it father god right now in the name of jesus i just thank you so much for every listener every soul that this um episode will reach or i just ask that you use me as your vessel willing and um, able. God, I thank you for all that you have done and all that you are doing. And I just appreciate you for all that you are, Lord. And I pray that you continue to use the Edifying Queens to reach people and to change lives and to touch hearts. And Lord, I ask that you draw all men and all women to you, Lord. We aim to lift you up in this episode clarity unity and of course some laughter and fun is always good we just thank you for this time in jesus holy and precious name i pray amen so let's talk about sex baby we are going to be talking about sex and we're in particular sex being undefiled in the right ways that it is supposed to be used. The enemy has us, um, well, has many people believing that he is the creator of sex and that good sex only happens in dirty places. You know, those dirty places, the fornication that you were doing in high school, that we were doing in high school, um, outside of wedlock and things like that um prostitution adultery um just all the nasty things that 
he has turned sex into. And this is just a reminder that sex comes from God. Um, It is a gift from him to us. And we're not going to let the enemy have that. Um, We're not going to let him take the credit for that. So what encouraged me to do this episode in particular was um, a few instances. So I was having a conversation with um, one of my coworkers and I was showing her some things that me and the Edifying Queens had put together for our husbands. And um, I was kind of just talking to her about, um, you know, sex in our marriage. And she was like, what? She was super surprised that, (laughs) I was like, oh my gosh, these things are so kinky. And um, married people do kinky things. I guess, you know, the world is out here believing that Christians don't have good sex. And that's a lie. I was also watching an episode of Mixed-ish. And um, it was one of the more recent episodes where, uh, if you don't know what Mixed-ish is, it's a TV show. It's a spinoff of Blackish, And uh, Bo the mother in blackish um it's talking about her childhood and um her mom Bo had gained an interest in you know she wanted to go to church and um her mom and her dad were like no excuse me we don't want you going to church organized religion is trash and blah 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 so she ended up guilt tripping them into believing that um into belief into saying well she she ended up saying to them you know all the stuff that you're saying the churches you're doing you're controlling my you know my freedom of choice you're controlling you know everything about me why can't I just have the experience pretty much and decide for myself excuse me so they kind of looked at each other and they were like okay that makes sense. And so they allow her to go to church. So her mom is like, okay, I want to go to church too. Cause her mom was raised in church. So then basically her mom finds herself in church and she's enjoying church. And then the dad is like, are you going to become one of those people that's this and that? Are we going to not be able to do certain things in bed? And I was just like, what in tarnation? What? Why would you not be able to do certain things in bed with your wife? And I was like, why would they like, it was just all these things popping out. Um, well, eliminating to me that I noticed where people were making presumptions or, you know, just things they've been told or things they've figured that happen or don't happen in the marriage bed as a Christian in particular, you know, and maybe in some other organized religions that, uh, they forbid you to do certain things. I know for us in particular in the military, apparently you're not supposed to have sex other than the missionary position, which is absolutely insane. And, um, I'm not going to incriminate myself, but I'm a married woman and, 
the Lord said my marriage bed is undefiled. So that means whatever it is that me and my husband or you and your significant other that is a spouse do in bed, that's y'all's business. God has already blessed us. So we're going to get right into that. The verse I'm referring to, it's in Hebrews. So we'll be in Hebrews chapter 13, Genesis chapter 1. And then, oh, there was another verse. I didn't write it down and now I've forgotten it. Hopefully it'll come back in Jesus name. So I'll give you a minute to turn there if you're looking for it in your Bible. But um, let me start out with, um, let's start out, let's, let's start out with the beginning. So in Genesis, Genesis chapter one, verse 27. So God created man in his own image in the image of God he cre- he created him male and female he created them then God blessed them and God said to them be fruitful and multiply fill the earth and subdue it have dominion over the fish of the sea over the birds of the air and over every living thing that moves on the earth so right from the beginning in chapter 1 27 lines sentences or so down God gives us he creates us to look like him then um, he creates male and female then he blesses us verse 28 he blesses us and then he says to us be fruitful and multiply Fill the earth. How you think they're going to do that? You just literally got God's blessing to have all the wonderful sex you want. That's literally what that is. He blessed them and said to them, be fruitful and multiply. How are we going to do that? Sex. Fill the earth and subdue it. Have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, and over every living thing that moves on the earth. And he gives us, um, it's like being, I don't know what the actual word is, but when you're, when you're kind of, when you kind of get the blessing into royalty, like maybe you weren't a part of the royal family and then you marry into the royal family and you get the blessing of the royal family and now you're royalty. That's what God has done here because he gives us dominion over everything over every living thing and the earth to take care of it um for us and our children so hebrews um chapter 13 verse 4 and i hope you had your finger there i'm gonna cheat because i'm using my computer Hebrews chapter 13 verse 4 marriage oh actually I'm gonna start at verse 1 because it looks good to me Hebrews chapter 13 verse 1 let brotherly love continue 
do not forget to entertain strangers for by doing so some have unwittingly entertained angels remember the prisoners as if chained with them those who are mistreated since you yourselves are in the body also that's basically just saying love everyone and do the right thing because you don't know because some of us might be entertaining angels and it talks about people in prison um and us being one body and just taking care of one another and then it says marriage in verse four marriage is honorable among all and the bed undefiled but fornicators and adulterers god will judge let your conduct be without this is verse five let your conduct be without covetedness be content with such things as you have so don't want for other people's things be content for he himself has said i will never leave you nor forsake you so we boldly say the lord is my helper i will fear i will not fear what can man do to me so of course there's a lot of meat right there but we're going to stick to to verse four um but fornicators and adulterers god will judge so basically god is giving not okay so let let's take it back some god has given us uh he created us he gave us his blessing he gave us instructions he blessed us he gave us instructions be fruitful and multiply then he lets us know marriage is honorable and that whatever you do in the marriage bed is undefiled i didn't think to um look this word up before but i'm gonna find the definition of undefiled So while that's happening, oh, okay. So defiled means to make foul, dirty, or unclean, pollute, taint, debase, to violate the chastity of, to make impure for ceremonial use, desecrate, to sully as a person's reputation. So undefiled means the opposite of that, means that it is not foul foul or dirty or unclean so god has made that very clear in his word amen so one of the things i really liked um about a year or and a oh it's two years now about two years ago we watched a movie called kingdom men rising and it's um i think it's produced by tony evans and he has a bunch of big names big artists in there he has kirk franklin lecrae um just to name a few one of the things i picked up from um oh and his son anthony evans who is a singer 
and his um, amazing daughter Priscilla Schreier. But one of the things I really liked about that was, I believe it was Lecrae that said in there, he used, um, they were just being very transparent and open and honest about their past and their shortcomings as far as their life. You know, they were young men. They did young men ungodly things. And so they were sharing that. They, they were sharing those things with the um with the with us and he used a fire analogy which i'm gonna talk to you guys about so a fire in his rifle place is pleasant an example for example a fireplace a fire pit lit candles a bonfire you know um, these things are relaxing, comforting, soothing, and can even, uh, they may even pro uh, provide a sense of security or excitement. So like bonfires are super exciting, you know, when people are celebrating like sports and things like that and like school spirit and stuff, or, you know, uh, just celebrating different things. Um, fire pit and fireplace, just relaxing, romantic environment, lit candles, you know, or, you know, to set the mood or whatever. That stuff's relaxing, comforting, or soothing. Um, a fire outside of its rightful place can cause destruction. Um, for example, forest fires. Um, these things can, uh, you know, uh, fires that start in homes. Um, unplanned fires. Death, pain, anguish. It's uncontrollable and you can't trust it. And you shouldn't because it's it's a scary. Like fire is dangerous. Um, you don't want children playing with fire. You don't want to play with fire because, I mean, it can burn you. It hurts. It's It hurts. <laughs> That's just the bottom line. And sex is the same way. In its rightful place, which is marriage. Marriage between a man and a woman, it is pleasant, comforting, exciting, soothing, and can provide security. Um, sex outside of its rightful place is painful, heartbreaking, uncontrollable, can lead to insecurity, children out of wedlock, broken homes, anger, um, the devaluing of oneself, sexually transmitted diseases. Um, and to be clear, outside of its rightful place includes adultery, sexual abuse, fornication, um, slash unwed. And um, don't beat me up for this between the same sex that is not of God. So whenever... Whenever, um, whenever I think about if we had just followed one of God's rules and you guys may have heard me say this before, my dad used to talk about how if we had just followed one of God's, um, one of God's commandments about, um, uh, committing adultery, you know, if everyone waited to have sex until they were married 
there's so many things that could have been prevented abortion um sexual abuse if everyone used sex in its rightful place because it's not used in its rightful place it is it's sold it's manipulated it's twisted the enemy twists it it has people believing that it's okay to you know have sex with children like he has completely perverted what got the gift that God has given us he's completely perverted it and it's really sad and um it doesn't have to be it doesn't have to stay like that it does not have to stay like that so I, I'm um I'm gonna talk about ways to recover uh, if you're a single person listening to this ways uh recovery and ways to avoid the loose fire so um the definition of abstinence which kind of surprised me this is uh from dictionary.com abstinent means forbearance from any indulgence of appetite especially from the use of alcohol alcoholic beverages and i'm like what does alcohol have to do with abstinence but apparently you know it's abstaining from the use of alcoholic beverages and then celibacy celibacy is abstination uh, yeah abstention excuse me abstination abstention from sexual relations so if you're a virgin just wait on who god has for you just wait you're not missing anything trust me and if you're not a virgin it's not too late it is not too late for you to start over again let me tell you once i gave my life to the lord people on facebook thought i was a virgin and i was like where did you guys get this absurd what are you guys talking about I never said I was a virgin, but I guess they thought because of the way I had changed my life that I must have been a virgin. But I guess that was just a reflection of God making me new because I really was new. I really became new. I was a new person. So I guess it's a compliment, but I really had to bring some clarity. I'm like, listen, I'm, you know, listen, I'm not a virgin. But um, you're never too late to do it right. And that's something I had to figure out. That it wasn't too late for me to do it right. Even after all the things, all of the ratchet I had done. It was not too late for me to do it right. I was celibate for a complete year. And it was the most empowering time of my life. To this day, nothing compares to how I felt keeping myself to myself. To this day, nothing compares. Um, It gives you an unmatched sense of control and security over your body and mind. I had, um, I was talking to, you know, I would entertain young men, but then if I, when I told them like, I'm waiting for marriage and, you know, some of them were honest and they were like, okay I can't do that 
And so respectfully, we stopped communicating. <laughs> and then some of them were like, okay, you know, cause you'll have those guys that believe that they can, I'm not going to just say those guys, you have those people that believe that they can sway you. And I'm not going to say that it's just guys that do that. Cause there are some young women out there that will try to defi defile and deflower young men. That is still a thing. And I don't want to dismiss that. So whether you're a young man or a young woman, um, it is not too late to cleanse yourself and become pure all over again. God can wipe that slate clean. Um, <clears throat> some tips that I would give anyone uh, seeking to become celibate. And these are just some things that I did that really, really helped me. Like I lived this. So I'm not just talking about something I heard. I lived this. Don't trust yourself. So keep out of environments that cause you to have to make a choice. Spend time with that special person in a public and open environment. I can't tell you guys how many times guys were trying to pull the okie doke on me and you know we can just come to my room and let's come to my room and let's lay around let's do this let's do that and I'm just like after like I, I at first I was like okay you know I've already made up my mind so and then like I would just become uncomfortable because then then we're touching and then I'm attracted to you and then it forces me into a position where I'm having to be like I can't do this no I don't want to do this and I and, and sometimes I'm not even gonna say every time I was like I can't do this because sometimes I fail I fail and I the the feeling of falling after you've kept your celibacy for even just one or two months to make that commitment and then you know, I'm good. I haven't done it in this long and I'm, I'm good, you know, and then to fall like, oh my gosh, the rebuild was insane. And you have to start all over again. So it was just rough. I'm not saying this stuff is super easy, but with God, you can do all things. You can do all things through Christ. Okay. I want to say that's Philippians 4 and 13. I'm not one of those Bible whizzes yet in Jesus name, but I think I'm right about that. I'm going to pull it up. Philippians, Philippians 4, 13. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Yeah. So, um, you know what? Ooh. See, see, look at God. Oh my gosh. So that too being a thing. Let me just go right into this. That's in Philippians four. Um, one of the things that also helped, um, in remaining celibate is being content with where I was and satisfied with Jesus Christ. So Philippians four and 10, 
But I rejoiced in the Lord greatly that now at last your care for me has flourished again, though you surely did care, but you lacked opportunity. Not that I speak in regard to need, for I have learned in whatever state I am to be content. I know how to be abased and how to abound everywhere and in all things I have learned both to be full and to be hungry, both to abound and to suffer need. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I'm going to read that in the Amplified Version in case that was a little too fancy. Okay. Where did I? Wait a minute. Okay. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. Okay, it's... uh. 411 I think it started at 410 I rejoiced greatly this is the amplified version I rejoiced greatly in the Lord that now at last you have renewed your concern for me indeed you were concerned about me before you had no opportunity to show it now that I speak from any personal need for I have not that excuse me not that I speak from any personal need for I have learned to be content and self-sufficient through Christ satisfied to the point where I am not disturbed or uneasy regardless of my circumstances I know how to get along and live humbly in difficult times and I also know how to enjoy abundance and live in prosperity in any and every circumstance, I have learned the secret of facing life, whether well-fed or going hungry, whether having an abundance or being in need. I can do all things which he has called me to do through him who strengthens and empowers me to fulfill his purpose. I am self-sufficient in Christ's sufficiency. Ooh, that's good. I am ready for anything and equal to anything through him who infuses me with inner strength and confidence. Nevertheless, it was right of you to share with me in my difficulties. Listen, that is good. That was not even in the notes, but maybe that's the verse I was missing. That was good stuff. That's Philippians 10 through 13. I just read. And that is. That's the good stuff, you guys. That's what. That's what Christ does for us. It doesn't matter what we're going through. And please trust and believe that you're not the only one going through it. I'm not going to say every night. Was easy as pie laying in my king size bed alone. But I am going to say that every night laying in my king size bed alone, God held me. He comforted me. He let me know that I was not alone. He let me know that he was there for me. And that I would not always be alone and that I would have the desires of my heart. I've always wanted to be a mother. I've always wanted to be a wife. And 
God will make those things happen for you. He sure will. So um, the next tip, be mindful of the things you watch and listen to. You don't want um, thoughts tempting you, leading you astray. God always provides a way of escape, but it's so much better to not have to look for the escape route. So be proactive. That is the verse I was looking for. The one talking about God providing a way of escape from temptation. Um, the next tip is stay busy. Get involved. Consumed in church. Volunteer. Stay productive. Take a class. Uh, pick up a new hobby. Uh, indulge yourself in something productive and positive that will personally develop you. Um, one of the things that I was going to indulge myself in, um, I dive deep into church, but like outside of church, I was going to take jujitsu classes and I never got to do that because I never got me a gi, but I wish I had, you know, um, in this season of singleness, it, um, you have to make the best of your life right now. It's a, it's a beautiful season. It really is. Enjoy every single second of freedom that you have. Enjoy every single second of um, life. Enjoy that time. It is purposeful. So that when you get together with um, your Boaz or your Ruth, you have, you know, you've lived a little and you guys can share experiences and God will bless you both in all of that. There's, there's a balance to this thing and God doesn't make any mistakes. Um, the next tip is surround yourself with like-minded individuals, people that are on the same page. Those people can lift you up and support you when it gets hard. I was surrounded by um, celibate women that love the Lord and we did things together. We did things together. We went to concerts. We ate out. We traveled like it's it's totally possible and you don't need a bunch of friends and sometimes sometimes I didn't even have any friends I was so comfortable doing things by myself I used to go to movies by myself all the time I used to go out to eat by myself all the time it got to the point where I kind of enjoyed being by myself a bit much and so whenever I met who is now my husband whenever I met double D he um he was cramping my style I was like mm, do I really <laughs> do I really want a boyfriend right now I was so content in where God where I was with God and where I was in life with God and my situation but that's only because he helped me and he loved me through it all. And that is exactly what he will do for you. I am not anyone special. He is the same God yesterday, today, and forever. And he will do that for you. So just keep that in mind. Um, and you guys don't be shy please hit us up message us privately like we're on facebook we're on twitter we're on instagram 
and we will pray for you. If you reach out, we will be there for you. We are not shy. We've got time for ministry. That is what we do. Yes, we're mothers. Yes, we're wives. Yes, we're involved in different things. Yes, we work. But there is always time for ministry and there is always time to continue to build the body of Christ because that is what we're all called to do because we all want to make it into heaven. Amen. We all want to hear well done. So that is the conclusion of the sex talk. You're welcome. (laughs) So if you do not know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior right now at this time I just ask you to open your heart and mind if something in this message touched your heart and made you um, want to get to know Christ a little better um, glory to God for that and um, in Romans I want to say it's 9 and 10 It says that if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord, you will be saved. So, that was Romans 10, 9. See, look at that. Let's get it right. Let's get it right. We got to get it right. We got to get it right. Romans 10, 9. Because if you acknowledge and confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord, recognizing his power, authority, and majesty as God, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For with the heart, a person believes in Christ as Savior, resulting in his justification. That is being made righteous, being freed of the guilt of sin and made acceptable to God. And with the mouth, he acknowledges and confesses his faith openly, resulting in and confirming his salvation. For the scripture says, whoever believes in him, whoever adheres to trust in and relies on him will not be disappointed in his expectations um and chap and verse 13 says for whoever calls on the name of the lord in prayer will be saved so if you say right now that i believe that god raised jesus from the dead three days after he was crucified and just confess him to be the Lord of your life. It is not a feeling. There's no test you have to take. You are saved. Glory to God. Thank you so much for listening. I hope that you all continue to follow us. I hope you enjoyed this episode and have a blessed morning, evening, or night. Thank you so much for tuning in. Feel free to reach out to us and share your testimony, comments, or thoughts about the show. Or if you need a little advice or prayer, email us at eqlovesjesus at gmail.com. That's eqlovesjesus, all one word, at gmail.com. 
Please join us here next week to hear how God is moving in the life of another one of your edifying sisters in Christ. Again, thank you so much for joining us and we look forward to communing with you here next week. I am your host, Divine, and have a wonderful morning, evening, or night. Be blessed.